In this episode, Tracy and I welcome our new board president, Shay Adams. Shay is currently the Assistant Superintendent for Business and Finance at Little Elm ISD. Today, she shares information about her career and how she got into school business and operations. Then we have a discussion about how we can all be more mindful about recruiting and guiding others into the profession. So we're going to kick off this podcast with a tell me something good legislative edition. Tracy, why don't you kick us off? Thank you, Tom. Number one, tell me something good is we're nearing the home stretch. Signy die is May 29th, and hopefully our legislatures will come to some agreement on some pretty tough issues. We'll have a better world for school finance in the upcoming year. We're at a crossroads on many issues on basic allotment on uh, property tax reform. Um, I'm not sure what the final decisions will be, uh, and I would encourage our listeners to stay tuned and to contact their legislator if they think it's going to impact them negatively, of course, and contact your legislature and tell them when they do something good. Uh, You know, we need to remember that our legislators are with us in the good times and the bad. But The number one, tell me something good, is our tremendous Center for School Finance team, led by Amanda Bronson, uh, Janae Spurgeon, uh, Karen Wilson, and Paul McClarty have been doing the bulk of the legislative work this session. And I just want to give them a shout out for their long nights, for their modeling. Uh, If you're not a member of the Center for School Finance and you don't understand how uh, proposed legislation is going to impact you and you don't have a modeling source, I'd encourage you to contact TASBO and to get some help. Yeah, Tracy, uh, in along those lines, uh, even if you're not a subscriber of the Center for School Finance, which gives you a deeper understanding of school finance, a TASBO member can just go into their profile and get school finance updates, which usually come about once a week during this time of year. So that's something that any TASBO member has the ability to do is by saying that they want government relations content in their profile, which they can do at any time, and then they get those those weekly updates. Absolutely. And it's not just uh, information regarding legislation. We try to curate all the TEA rules and regulations that are coming out. Uh, we work with TRS to get their information. I sit on a DIR customer advisory council, and I'm realizing there's some things they're putting out that we need to start circling back through our members. So those updates are very rich with data. And so uh, I encourage you to subscribe to Amanda's updates. Um, Even if you're in maintenance and operations or food service and you don't think it applies to you, it does because it impacts the overall funding of the school, the overall way school operations work, and you might learn something along the way. Um, and, you know, TASPA's blessed with our new president, uh, Shay Adams, our assistant superintendent of business services for Little Elm ISD. She's been a longtime member of our governmental relations standing committee. And when we do go to the Capitol, people listen to Shay. She has a way uh, to uh, gather uh, their attention and just has such a beautiful way with words. So, Shay, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Right. Thank you, Tracy, for those kind words. 
and for that summary of, of kind of where we are in this legislative season. So I started my journey um, with 10 years in corporate accounting. I spent a few years in franchise accounting, a few years in retail accounting, and then the, the finished at that 10 years in home health care audits. My husband had been a coach for years and, t- and teacher and then moved into the principalship and very quickly became a superintendent. So it was through him that I actually had my connection to public school finance and operations. And I went with him to a TASPO meeting to help him through some complications that his district was encountering. And I just fell in love. And so I made the transition. He happened to have a colleague uh, that was a superintendent at a uh, co-op meeting say, hey, does anyone know anyone looking to move into school business management? And uh, that was very quickly after I had learned about it and, and learned about TASPO. Mm-hmm. Shay, sorry, real briefly. So you were a guest at a TASBO meeting, and that's yeah. what what inspired you to find a career. That's very interesting. Yes, yes, I was, and um, I, I had a, probably a unique entry into uh, introduction as a TASBO in that I was I was taking TASBO courses and learning from TASBO before I actually had a job in the industry, and so nice. uh, that that that's my dream for the future, which we'll also talk about here in a bit. Um, but really, uh, that last job that I mentioned in retail before I moved into school finance was uh, instrumental in help in me helping bridge the two. In that, in home health care audits that we were doing for, and that was during the late '90s, and so it was kind of a boom. And when we we're doing those cost reports, and I was working with um, several several different experts in the field trying to learn this, but the great Tom Patton helped me to make this connection in that. Our students were their patients, and our teachers were their nurses, and our specialized service or special needs students or specially identified students were the same as when they had occupational therapy, physical therapy, and so forth. And back then, formulas, let me tell you, were much, much simpler, and it's hard to even say that because they weren't simple. They were complicated, but it has only grown you know, over the years. And so I spent two years in a small district in East Texas, which is near and dear to my heart because it's in my um, my home area. And uh, then my husband took a job in the Metroplex, in the Dallas Metroplex. And so I landed in Little Elm as the assistant superintendent, right where I sit now, uh, for three years. And then uh, as our children got older, I was making a pretty long commute. And as our children got older, I had an opportunity closer to home. So I took a little hiatus from Little Elm. 18 years in a great district, Lovejoy ISD, and led there as their chief financial officer, continued to be really involved in TASBO and in legislation. And then uh, in 2021, Little Elm called me back home. And so I am back here, have been back here for two years. So I've, I've had experience from a 2A district to a 6A district, whenever we think about them in, in UIL terms. And um, TASBO has been a constant in, in all of that. And I was actually sharing last week with someone my story, what I just shared with you and how I stumbled into the industry. And I was saying, you know, if you ask 10 of my highly valued colleagues, they would have similar stories. They would have different paths, varying paths, but similar stories. And I'm so appreciative for each and every path that leads someone into school finance and operations. But I also really strongly believe in success by design and being deliberate. So we're dedicated to filling those pipelines with quality professionals. And that includes a couple of different ways. Actually, I kind of look at it as three prongs of being able to do that and, and have some design around that. So we've started work around that in many areas. But one of them that we have a lot of work to still do as an industry and as individuals, because it's going to take all of us, is recruiting people that plan into this 
industry instead of stumble into it. We want to keep those coming. Believe me, we want to keep those coming. We want to cast a wide net and anyone that's in in another industry, the best and brightest of them, we want to pull them in to, to where we are now. But we also want to make sure that College high school students, college and career counselors, and colleges that are advising students realize that this this profession exists and that it's a very um, throbbing and honorable profession to be in. And so we want people to plan into it from that way. So we kind of have our our other industry that we're pulling in that like has always happened. We have we want to have some that are planning into it intentionally, but then we have that other prong of that that is the that are the people that are already in our industry working in different capacities in school finance and operations that we can develop and guide to become the leaders in this profession. And so continuing to identify them, to continuing to develop them and making sure that they have a pathway to become leaders within our industry is something that we have done a lot of work around in TASBO. And I, I was so excited this year at conference that we already had some career pathway uh, events and we have more um, that are happening. And Tracy can probably share best about those. Oh, thank you, Shay. It is so important to all of us that we help develop our own and, and help find people to step into our shoes. That's the best thing for public education. And so during uh, our annual conference, we asked uh, Patty Griffin, who all of our members know Patty in some way or another. Uh, she was with San Angelo ISD and has retired. And so I've asked her to take on uh, this career uh, career pathway goal. And one of the things that we've done is we've developed at conference uh, one-on-one counseling sessions with individuals who maybe didn't know what the next step was going to be. They wanted resume advice, interview advice. Uh, I've had a team of HR, uh, TASPO has had a team of HR professionals develop uh, sample interview questions uh, so that if you're interviewing for a CFO, a director of maintenance, any of those positions, we've got a bank of interview questions that uh, our members can use and we've got a, you know, and that you can use to prepare yourself. You know, ask this team of six that volunteered an annual conference went through and met with uh, various people. It was so well received. Uh, you know, our members were so appreciative of TASBO for doing this for them. And they felt like they got some good advice. They felt like TASBO was truly concerned about their future and were so grateful that someone took the time to listen. And on the flip side, our advisors felt like it was time well spent. It kind of reinvigorated them and showed them that there are tremendous individuals waiting in the wings to step into these leadership positions. Absolutely. Yeah. And so what we realized, though, is annual conference isn't enough. And so we're in the process of developing a way uh, where we're going to train a core group of individuals. And if you want to be in that core group, please call me. Uh, to potentially provide an hour a month to an, someone to just schedule a Zoom appointment to go over their resume, to talk about, hey, I see there's a district down the road and they have the job I'm hopeful that I've always dreamed up and I just need advice what to do in the interview. And we're going to have a team ready and willing to help you. I've, I've, I've volunteered. Uh, what did I? Fall an opportunity, I think. Is <laughs> Given the opportunity. Yeah, a recent uh, planning facilitator used the t- word. 
And so I've all an opportunity to our board members and our committee leaders, and I'm going to re- do it as well, as well as other TASPO team members. And we're just here to help you be successful. And so I think it, it, I think it's a pebble in a pond, but my hope is that as time goes, uh, Shay sent us all a, a great quote about uh, a pebble in, in a pond and the impact of that. And my hope is that our pebbles will continue to reproduce and we'll have some, this will be a program that will be ongoing for many years. Absolutely. We keep making those ripples and it, it will perpetuate us into to great quality people in the future. And you're so right. We have so many people in the wings and sometimes they need some help identifying that they are the next leaders and other times they have that desire. And, and we hope that we're providing things continually that help to promote that within. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so you look at this career pathways, it, it really spawned from the previous strategic planning uh, goal. Uh, we identified both leadership development and facilitating career development within our own membership, going to taking the next step, going to advancing your career. But there's also like what Shay was talking about, recruiting and and bringing in the, the new leaders. Uh, Tracy, we've just started with the the next strategic planning. We we uh, in April we had the leadership summit and then a, a, a board retreat. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think we're headed in the right direction, and um, I think we're headed uh, in a way to kind of show that TASBO is the premier education training organization, and kind of reinforce that. Um, one of the things that the board did earlier this year, and it's not part of the strategic planning, is we recognize that TASBO has grown. I came to TASBO, uh, I'll be at TASBO 10 years in, in September, and I'm amazed at the change since I've been executive director. And when I think back to 1985 to my first conference, I'm one of those people that we affectionately called the old guys, I think back to how far TASPO has gone. And it's come that far because of our volunteer leaders and our love of TASPO. Each of us has a story about TASPO and what TASPO has done for them. And I can think back to my stories at different points of my career, but we're evolving as an organization. Part of that evolvement is, you know, we kind of took a step back and looked at our brand, if you will, and we weren't ne- we're not necessarily consistent across our awards and across our Center for School Finance and other programs. And so uh, what the board uh, allowed us to do is to hire a branding agency uh, to kind of relook at TASBO and to kind of uh, help us uh, streamline and is synchronize the right word, Tom, our brand across. Synchronize, the- that's a good word. It's better yeah. than synergy. Synergy yeah. was overused back in the day for for synergy aligning brands. Synergy. Yeah, but we're going to be synchronized across all of our different programs. We have such a multitude with our certification, our academies, our online, our awards, our center. I mean, I could go on and on. Uh, and we're going to synchronize that across. But what I've learned in the branding process is the logo is a small piece. What we are working on is our voice and how TASBO communicates and how we, you know, we have always been the trusted resource and we will remain the trusted resource. But we're going to have some new uh, language that we're going to use that I think our members will like. And we, I, 
I'm sure, I mean, we, we're, we're not to this point yet, but I feel certain that our logo will look a little different. But, you know, TASPA has always been that trusted resource that our members and people outside of our membership knew that they could come for the answers. And I think you'll hear more and more of that language. And I th- it will drive through our strategic plan in the upcoming year. Um, hey, Tracy, I, I, one thing I'm excited about in that area, and you've mentioned already our, our retreat that we had in April with many of our volunteers from our affiliates, from committees, people that are that are deeply entrenched um, in TASBO, is the commitment that we're not, the rebrand isn't a change in the quality that, that won't change. It really is making sure that we keep TASBO relevant, that we keep a united, uh, identify, easily identifiable uh, logo or brand uh, that's, that's easy to recognize regardless if you're talking about awards or programs or you know whatever it may be, conferences, that we do all that, again, by design and deliberately to make sure that we stay relevant and fresh, not that we are changing the core of it, but we have to take that feedback. We have to be really intentional um, about that. And I'm so excited about the work that's been done so far by uh, the by the agency and by the TASBO staff, and then now folding in our volunteers into that. Oh, absolutely. And I think as we work into the strategic plan, um, you know, we did some brainstorming at this workshop about, you know, the bigger picture of education. And we can all think about negative negativity, the fact that the economy is uncertain and that public education, uh, I don't care what social media platform you're on, you can find somebody who doesn't like public education. Uh, we certainly uh, have funding shortages, and I'm not sure that they're going to be solved with this legislative session. They never get solved, but I think this session in particular, we're going to be left uh, needing more. What I took from that and from our meeting with our volunteers is that TASPO's where you come home. TASPO's where you belong. Uh, TASPO's where you put your energies and you can feel that sense of belonging makes it all okay, that it's not insurmountable. I don't know what you feel about that, Shay, but... No, you, you said it very well. And we had story after story during our, our time together of um, just really how... We need the whole room. We don't need just an individual. We we need the whole room. And sometimes that room is an online platform. Sometimes it's a conversation between two people by phone. Uh, and sometimes it's at one of our events. But it, the community is there regardless. When the agency yes ands, when they've, how they're break, uh, developing this brand is based on exactly where you're talking about. They've seen what members are saying. They've had numerous conversations with members in the board. So basically the brand, what, what it's going to look like what TASBO actually looks like. And I've been with TASBO 15 years and I've been part of uh, kind of mini rebrands, kind of, you know, altering colors and changing the logos and having communication studies. But this one is a deep dive into what TASBO means. And that's going to reflect the the actual logo and the colors and the voice, what Tracy was just talking about, will reflect the actual experience and what TASBO is about. And they're going to do it as, as accurately as they can. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, as part of this, you know, every three years we do a membership survey. And so we asked our branding agency, 
why don't you do the membership survey so that you can have the data hear from our members first? And then uh, they broke out from that survey into smaller work groups and got verbal feedback. But um, we had a, a large portion of our, about 20% of our membership. Is that about an accurate number, Tom, participated in the member survey? or maybe Yeah, over, over that, I think. Over, yeah. Over, yeah, there was higher than that. Yeah. And, and what our members shared with us is that our net promoter score uh, of TASBO overall is at 85, which is tremendous and something that retailers strive for. And uh, Retail America is happy when they get a 70. And we have surpassed that in spades. Uh, yeah. And Tracy, the net promoter score is basically the referral score. How likely is somebody going to be enthusiastically supporting TASBO? Right. Call them champions, champions and ambassadors. And, you know, I, several years ago when we did this, I, you know, we, we're rising or, or you know, I, I, I like to say cream rises to the top. I tell that to people all the time uh, when they're waiting in the wings for, for jobs, you know, cream rises to the top, uh, take a deep breath. And I think that's what's happening with TASPA. We, we have been there for our members. Uh, we were there during Oh, Hurricane Harvey. We were there during Snowmageddon, certainly during COVID. Uh, we are a resource there when they need us most. And we're a resource when you just have a question on a Friday afternoon. Someone will try to, will help you. So when is the rebrand going to launch? What's the latest? The board has kind of looked through the language and has, has uh, bought, uh, signed off on that. And so we'll be unveiling a new mission, new vision, and certainly tagline and those things. Staff participated in a workshop to kind of look at styles. And uh, we'll be narrowing that down. And my hope the board will vote on that some point in June, we hope. But what I've learned in this process, now that we've gotten to the creative side, we don't push them. And so I, you know. We don't rush perfection, right? No, rush perfection. And Tasbo's pretty perfect. So it's going to be hard for them to, to uh, you know, put a bundle all this up. But we'll launch it softly this fall and then at conference. I, I keep, you know, Tom thinks I'm joking, but I want to mark it. So anyway, we're, we'll have a big splash at conference. And so please keep annual conference on your radar. If you can't come, we understand we'll have a big splash another way. Uh, but, and certainly I don't want to forget about summer conference, which is coming up June 12th, uh, through the 14th in Galveston. It's one of our favorite places. It's a very family friendly place. Uh, bring Mm -hmm. your kids and let them go to the pool while you're in certification courses. Um, we're, we're excited and, uh, it will be a great opportunity for learning there down along the beach in Galveston. Jay, uh, any final thoughts? This was your first uh, TASPOcast. Yeah, no. Uh, thank you for for the conversation. Thank you for the updates uh, for everything, Tracy. We can't wait to see you at Summer Conference if you can be there. Or if not, the, the next opportunity that you have to join us, we are always waiting for you and willing to do whatever we need to help. Just call any of us. Absolutely. Thank you all for being our members and being interested and in, in supportive of TASPA. 